Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, January 30th, 2023. <laughs> On today's episode, holy fuck, it actually fucking worked. Can you fucking believe that shit? I laid some motherfucking tape. And now I feel great. <laughs> Cause I laid some fucking tape Cause Big Drew You know he's feeling fucking great As of right now at least Fuck Okay so hi How are you? How are you? How are ya? Did you have a good weekend? Let's start uh, with you guys Fucking come around It's the end of January It's a big snowfall In southern Ontario This weekend Did you get out there? And see the flakes. Uh, I, uh, you know what? I actually, actually have a lot to talk about, so I'm not gonna stall off the top with that dumb character. Let's start off the show with a little bit of a. Legato. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Legato. Uh, how are you? I hope you had a good week. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend uh, since last we spoke. Uh, I know. Uh, so last ep- uh, the last ep- last time on this week with Drew. Um, <laughs> so I've been in my quest uh, to record to record my secret album. Uh, as you may recall. Uh, I was in St. Catharines last uh, on the Saturday, uh, January 21st. And I thought, I'm going to fucking lay some tape. And the entire uh, thing was, uh, um, it, w- it was, the idea was that I always smash at this room. So I might as well fucking just bring some mics. I know how to do this. Uh, I know I'm, I've been, I'm recording. I'm a recording fucking guy. Every day I'm in the fucking studio. It's my job now. I'm literally a guy who records things for money to live. So <laughs> I was like, I think that qualifies me to fucking do my own album again. Uh, so I knew it's enough jerking myself off here. So, okay. So, <laughs> uh, as this is funny because I get all cocky about it. And my, as you may remember, uh, my fucking microphone that I had in my pocket that was recording my voice was fucked up. And the signal that got recorded was dime the fuck out. And I pushed it through a brick wall limiter. So it looked and sounded fu- fucked. It looked like a giant brick and it sounded like it was fucking pulsating, it just sounded like shit, and and I said I was gonna try to do some surgery on it, and I and I'm like, what is even the fucking point of this? Like, even if you do get it to the point where it's like kind of listenable, like it's still gonna be fucked and not what you want. So just let it go. So that will be up on the Patreon. I'm gonna put it up there because you know that's what you get when you pay for the Patreon. You get oh, everything. You get the fucking garbage. I'm gonna just gonna start uploading a set of day to that fucking place. Because I have every set I've ever done in my phone. So, you know, yeah, you might as well just get it. You know what I mean? Like, fucking just take it. Like, just fucking take it. Um, (laughs) Because you're paying for it, so you might as well fucking get that shit. So, anyways... um, so I was like, fuck it. Let let go of that. Move on. The train keeps fucking rolling. I was in Ottawa on Saturday fucking night, okay? And um, And then I was like, I'm back at Birdie's Club... And it's Saturday night, Nick Burden's club. And I'm like, okay, fucking let's go. Like, we're going to do this again. We're going to do this a fucking again. And this time it's going to work. And that was all I was thinking. I was like, just run it again, dude. 
you uh, there's and again this is why I was I'm doing these comedy club tapings and not doing a big fucking special night at the comedy bar or at the corner or at fucking wherever I'm just just laying some tape on the road because that's when I'm at my best and that's when I'm getting my message across and and on Saturday there was seven people that had seen me do comedy before so everyone else it was a brand new experience for them and honestly I think that is as at where I'm at right now that is better because it's just, like I said, like anybody who knows me, it's not like I'm a fucking, you know, like known guy. So anybody who's going to be seeing me is going to know my shit essentially inside and out. Like anybody who's like, oh, Drew's doing a thing. Like we should go watch that. Like Nick and Mac. It's like you have heard every joke. <laughs> so apart from the fucking riffing of the ether in between, like I ain't going to get shit. So. Whatever, I'm like, fucking Saturday night, we're going to lay the tape, run it again, fucking jet sweep, one more time, we got fucking negative eight yards on the last play, like, let's try to fucking just run the same play. <laughs> so I get there early, and I set up the mics, and everything's good, and I, and I find out that it's a completely sold out show to the point where Nick Burden is fucking stressed, because now there's a bunch of freebies coming in, and we don't know where they're going to sit, and me and the rest of the comics, um... I should say the rest of the comics and I are meant to sit on like the staircase. Like there's literally nowhere for us to go, which is like, and he's apologizing. And I'm like, fucking a bro. Like this is awesome. Like I, you can't hope for anything more than a completely 100%. We're turning away people at the door, sold out comedy crowd. And, um, and it was just the energy in the room and you could feel it like before if you've ever like any comedian or performer or actually interesting enough, I was talking to Wafik Nasrallah about this. He was the MC for the show. And there's this great Netflix Netflix documentary. It's called Seven Days Out and it profiles like a bunch of different events that are seven days out. Uh, you know, they do like a big cheerleading thing. They do like a fucking a bunch of shit, a big concert. And one of the things they did was this restaurant, 11 Madison Park or 11 Madison Avenue or whatever the fuck. And it's the, the number one restaurant in the world. It's all it wins all those circle jerk fucking Michelin, whatever the fuck. It's the number one restaurant in the world. Like between that and Noma, it, like they just they have essentially traded it back and forth for like the past like 10 years. So it, the restaurant shuts down for renovations, and now it's profiling seven days out of them reopening the restaurant. And you see the lengths and the uh, measures that these that the guy and the people in charge take to, as they reopen this restaurant and to to really zoom in on the fucking details. Um, and just the sheer amount of effort that they're putting into literally every single thing about it and down to the way that the fabric of the chair feels and they didn't like the feel. So they w got these like steam steamers to like steam out to just add a little bit of looseness to the fucking fabric. Of, like they're literally like down to the, to the, uh, you know, fading the light, like literally everything. Like they got literally everything to the point where the plate the bottom of the plate, there's a logo on the bottom of the plate that most customers will never see, but the servers will drop the plate so that the logo is orientated in a particular way on every single plate. So that's the level of detail they're going into is that the logo at the bottom of the plate is facing the fucking same direction every single time you go there and for every single plate that goes out there. And the producers, they, they, you know, they get down to the end of the movie and they're like, okay, it's all well and good. And then they ask the guy, it's like, why? Like, you know, like this seems like an incredible amount of work. 
like why are you, why like what is the what is your motivation for doing all this work and this guy had a answer then it go and it and it just resonated with me so hard and he's just like because and he clo and he's like and they start fading up the sound of like people chatting at their tables like the sound of a of a restaurant he's just like because when everything's firing all the cooks are on fire all the servers are killing it and the guests are happy he's like you can just close your eyes and you can fucking hear it and you can feel it and you just know like where everything is just ting and then he closes his eyes and then they bring up the sound of the of the restaurant and you hear everyone just talking like you can't pick out a particular conversation but all you hear is that that sound of of just everyone talking to each other and enjoying themselves and forgetting for a brief moment that their own mortality and their own responsibilities and 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 everything and just being fully immersed in the moment with each other and and to do this to 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 be with each other you know and he and I was like wow and it was that same sort of feeling on Saturday night where you could just it, it everyone was talking and you and I said that to Wafik and I t I told him that whole story about that Netflix thing and he's like wow man like that's awesome I got to watch that I was like yeah but like I was just thinking about like that's why we do this because you guys you you fucking hear me talk about this shit all the time I struggle with like I wrestle with like you know what is the point like nihilism you know when mortality is so finite and all that shit you know but that's kind of also at the same time it makes it like beautiful and like so like so very important and precious to kind of like you know take to not take every moment for granted and then I was feeling all this gratitude at the time because I was staying in this nice hotel well it was a holiday inn <laughs> it was a fucking holiday inn but it's a fucking you should see they got they got nice ones now um the fucking holiday inn right by parliament you know right by parliament downtown Ottawa you know like shit was just like I don't know it was just like I was like I realized that I had taken for granted the lifestyle that I had lived in my 20s for so long just because it was normal to me at that point to just be free. And I didn't even appreciate my fucking freedom relative to, you know, the rest of society um, and the liberties that I got to take by being on the road and essentially, you know, being on, you know, subsidized vacation and seeing the whole country and getting paid to do it and do what I love on top of that. Like I literally, I was so fucking, you can't see the forest through the trees sometimes, right? And you're just so singularly focused on this one goal that it's like, fuck, man. Like, it's like, who gives a fuck about the goal? Like, just be, just look at where you are and what you're doing. Like, this is sick. And then, so it's sold out crowd Saturday night. I got the mic set up and I re and I made sure that this time, my fucking Zoom recorder is set at the appropriate gain, gain staging. So essentially what the problem was last time, and you've heard me talk about this before, gain staging and signal flow are the two most important things in audio. Our gain staging and signal flow are literally the, after you learn those two things, literally nothing else matters. If you have your shit fucking staged, if you have your shit set up in the properly and it's staged properly, then you're fucking, then EQ and comp and all that other shit is just like bonus. You know, it's just like how to make that sound now even tighter. But if your shit is fucking, you got your flow 
and you got, you got your signal flow and you got your fucking gain staged, it's probably got nothing to worry about. So I made sure that my signal flow, and my gain stages were tight as fuck. Uh, and so, and I even gave myself a bunch of headroom. I was like, I'm going to clip out and like minus, I was or not clip out, but I said, I'm going to set everything. My, I'm going to stage my gain so that I'm, I'm peaking at like minus 12, like minus 10, maybe so that I'm giving myself a fuck ton of headroom here that if I need to add a little bit of compression boost, then that's fine. Then that's fine. We can boost it up a little bit. Spotify and all these fucking things have their own built-in compressors to raise everything up to fucking negative 0.1 anyways. So don't fucking worry about it. Like, it'll be fine. I'm not trying to win any loudness wars here. I personally, as an audiophile, would like it to sound spatial. I would like it to sound like you're there. I would like it to sound like you're sitting in the crowd with those people, which I think I was able to achieve with the XY pattern that I did on my Rode NT5 MPs. And uh, with the lav mic that I had, and I wore my proper shirt. I didn't fuck around with any hoodies. I wore my Henley like I'm supposed to, and I clipped it in between the first and the second button of the Henley so as not to be disturbed by my hair or any sort of wild uh, flailing motions that I make while I'm performing. <laughs> And, uh, and then it's like, Hey, everything's good. Let's fucking fire it up, man. And then Rob, uh, I guess Robbie Vino was hosting. Sorry. Wafik was middle. So Vino goes up and, uh, whatever. He's like, we were saying he's the great giant tiger version of me. <laughs> Cause he's like, kind of looks like me, but he's like shittier. Um, so he was doing his like shitty version of me and, uh, <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, Wafik goes up and kills. There's this guy, fucking Kamar Babar, who goes up. He's kind of like a Chris LaBelle sort of like, yeah, oh, yeah. And he was telling me after the show, I was like, what'd you do today? He's like, I listened to six hours of Joe Rogan. And he just fucking let that hang in the air. And I just looked at him. And I was like, is that a joke? Like, I was like, oh, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, you know, like, oh, that's like a joke. Like, open, what do open mic comics? Like, they listen to six hours of fucking eight hours of Joe Rogan before they come and do their open mic set. It's, and then ask a guy in the crowd what he does for a living after 90 seconds. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking, is that real or what? And then he tells me, he proceeds to tell me that he has a podcast called the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Where him and two other guys fucking review Joe Rogan podcasts. And I was like, that sounds horrible. Like, I said all this shit to his face. I was like, what? Like, that, I would never want that. <laughs> and, like, apparently they're making money off Patreon or whatever the fuck. And they're, like, you know, whatever. They're making, they're each making a little bit of coin. Um, but, it, like, who is that for? Like, how do you really love Joe Rogan that much that you're going to consume a Joe, all of Joe Rogan's podcasts? And then the commentary of three random dudes on the said podcast, you know, like you're going to like, it's like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get that whole content on content thing, like reaction videos and fucking whatever the fuck. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, but I guess people were into it. So <laughs> he told me he does a six hour. He was listening to Joe Rogan for, and I was like, you fucked up. You should have called it the, the Joe Rogan experience experience. Like you can't call it the Joe Rogan experience experience. Like it should be the, the Joe Rogan experience experience. Cause that's what the show is called. Anyways, missed opportunity. Um, so whatever, this guy Kamar goes up and he's kind of doing his Chris LaBelle shit or whatever. And then Wafik does his thing. He's awesome. I told him he actually, Wafik paid me a really nice compliment. He's like, you're smarter than you look, man. <laughs> and he meant that in the, in the nicest way possible in that. 
what I try to do on stage and he, I'm happy that he noticed is like my favorite type of comedy is like the is guys that are really smart that are pretending to be dumb as fuck like Trailer Park Boys and South Park and like fucking um, the Ali G show and like people just do nothing like guys who are like it you have to be really smart to be really Will Ferrell like you have to be really smart to be really dumb um if that makes sense in a comedy sense like to be that comedically stupid it's hard Michael Scott like like you know like the guy who uh fucks Steve Carell like to be that like you have to be an incredibly intelligent person so anyways that's kind of what I like to try to do is like say, you know, on the surface, like sound dumb, but maybe perhaps be actually like saying something of importance or maybe making a subtle nuanced point here about the nature of existence, bro. Uh, <laughs> so he paid me that compliment. And I had to tell him back. I was like, bro, your comedy now was fucking huge when I was a kid growing up. Like you were like your comedy now was like they played it all the fucking time. And I used to watch the shit out of comedy now when I was a kid. Uh, and I wanted one. And this fucking Michael Harrison just ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Michael Harrison. <laughs> okay, so, um, so okay, how did the set go, Drew? Fuck, tell me. Okay, for sure. Um, uh, so I get up there, and I know what my first joke is going to be, and I've already run the set a million fucking times, but I did it on that Saturday thing, so I knew how I wanted to get into it. I knew there was a couple different... You know, I always leave myself a couple different options. Like we have, I was thinking about it as like the difference um, of like harmony and melody. Like the harmony is like the, is like the chord changes. Um, and that's like the subject matter of the joke, right? So it could be like the grocery store or fucking zoo animals or whatever. That's the harmony or the chord changes. Like when it compares, if you're comparing comedy to music, but then the melody are the, is the actual, is the actual jokes, right? The melody would be like the, is like the actual melody of the song. Like, you know, when fucking Elton, anytime Elton John sings, <laughs> that's the, like the melody of the song, right? Versus the harmony which is the stuff behind it, like the chord changes and stuff. And I was like, oh, I like, uh, what I like to do is I like to, you know, like I have this framework of this harmony, but then I always like to improvise, like leave room for improvised melodies. And then, uh, so a lot of my material always has that shit built in. Um, and then I was like, you know, cause if the, if the muse wants to, then I have space for the muse there. And then I was doing the set and as I'm go doing it, I'm like, I was like, tr I was like, just stay in the moment. Don't think about how it's going well. I was like, just don't start thinking that you can fucking relax. Like, just, just follow the muse because it started going really well. And I got an applause break with under three minutes. So I'm only on stage for fucking, you know, 180 seconds. And I already got an applause break. And it's like, okay, like, okay, <laughs> that's a pretty good sign. And then I tried to be like, okay, like, just stay in the pocket here. Like, fucking just keep. You know, but when that's happening and you know you're recording an album, you're like inside, you're like, oh, fuck, yes. Like, thank God. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, whatever. It went well until the very end. And that's when, I don't know, I lost steam right on my last joke. I got heckled right before for no reason. And I was going to close on Hudson's Bay Company, which is this big, long fucking rant that I have that I've written. I wrote 10 years ago, maybe even longer. And it's a, this big, long rant about me trying to, you know, use beaver pelts to buy stuff from the Hudson's Bay Company, <laughs> which is a pretty funny premise, right? Like going there and just being like, you guys used to take this as money, right? Like 
You don't take beaver pelts anymore. This is the fucking Hudson's Bay Company. So that's the whole, that was the whole premise of the joke. And then I did that classic Drew, like, you know, just big, long ranty thing or whatever. So anyways, this late, I knew it, this lady fucking heckles me right before I'm launching into the rant. And I was like, fuck. So I have to address her and I'm like, whatever, I could chop that out. I go back in, but I'm like thinking I'm like already out. Like I had already, I don't know. So then, and it's a rant. So you have to one, it's a one breath rant that you can't. And when you do one breath rants, you can't fuck up. Like you can't. The whole point is that you didn't fuck up. Um, and that's what makes one breath rants funny. If they could be about, it doesn't matter what they're about. It's that you fucking wrote this long thing that you're, that is highly researched and you're telling it in one breath and you didn't fuck up. Cause if you fuck up, then it's like, ah, it's like watching juggling. You know what I mean? You can't just light your torch. Like you can't just light them on fire and then start juggling. And then three catches in like completely fuck up. And then be like, okay, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. And then when you watch the guy relight it and redo it, and you're like, ah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you're like, it's, don't worry about it, buddy. Like, I, you tried. Like, I see, like, you obviously practiced this, but you just don't worry about it, man. Like, <laughs> so I did the thing, and then I fucked up in the middle, and then I was like, ah, fuck. And then I was like, whatever. I just fucking had the, like, I was like, all right. And then I finished the rant. I got a fucking quarter applause break out of it just because they, like, liked me. And then I just dismounted. I was like, okay, good night. So I was like, whatever, fuck. So I don't know what I'm going to do for the closer. <laughs> I might just pull it like, pull like some kind of artistic decision <laughs> and just fade out on some laughter <laughs> and, uh, and say it was under the guise of an artistic decision <laughs> to not to have a closer, man. Every comedy album has a closer, dude. I just fucking fade away like the rest of us, man. <laughs> that was going to be my excuse because I'm a fucking artist. That's why, dude. <laughs> like as if I as if I fucking would have done that if I nailed the landing. Hey, anyway, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Well, uh, would you like access to bonus content like my failed album recording and uh, guitar lessons as well as an individualized, personalized shout-out on every episode? Then you can be like these fine folks. Kevin and Joyce, uh, nah, Alicia Iron Eagle, James, New Guy Mark, Tony Smog, uh, Nick and Mac, motherfucker Bubba, Marnus Street Demon, our number one fan, Joel. And in the Hall of Fame, the Patreon Hall of Fame, call it Andre Blair and Taryn. Say they name what up one of them. Hi, Mink. I asked Mink to be my very best boy. We're not using those terms. We're not using the term best, but uh, Mink will be at my wedding, and I uh, I wanted him to say a couple words up there, so he's going to be saying a couple words. Anyways, go to patreon.com. Anyways, go to patreon.com slash DrewBame. Sign up for as little as $5 a month if you're a dummy. Seven bucks if you're a shredder. It gives you a little extra content there. Uh, as well, promotional consideration for this week of Drew is provided by KingTotsCannabis.com. And check what out. Check what out. Check what out I got. I sh check out what I got in my hot little hands. I'm going to do a live doping uh, because they just fucking sent me some shit. So let's do a live on-air doping right now. So we just picked up my shit from King Tuts. It seems like a massive fucking bag here. So let's take a listen. I ripped it. What do we got here? We have, oh shit. We got High Horse. <gasps> Kush Colas. Oh my God. We have, these are my favorite candies, Sour Colas. And they're a 300 milligrams, 10 packs. So about 30 milligrams each. Giddy up. 
Oh, I'm eating these. Fuck yeah, bro. Kush Colas. Oh my god, that's fucking gangster. That's my favorite candy. What do we got here? We got some more Dox Rocks. Oh, shit. Oh, this, they're actually hooked it up fat this time. What else we got? Dox Rocks. We got seven grams of grape topango butter. Who wants that? Oh, what do we got here? I'm going to I'm gonna send these Dox Rocks to Bubba. Uh, we got a King Tut's fucking thousand milligram vape cartridge. That's good. I'm chipping away at the, this one right now. Uh, we got what appears to be some kind of a metal piece of metal. That's for doing dabs. Oh, we got another battery, a Vertex 650 milliamp chargeable battery kit. Who wants that? Uh, we got some more King Tuts papers. Oh, shit. We got a zip of Mac and Cookies. What the fuck is Mac and Cookies? Smells good. Ooh, and what else do we got? We got a zip of Bubba Kush. Yes, I fucking love Bubba Kush. Oh my God, what a massive, King Tut's is incredible. I'm gonna, Bubba, I'm gonna send you these Docs Rocks. I don't know how. We gotta figure out a mailing system. Cause I can't fucking, these cocksuckers. Anyways, uh, <laughs> go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order at checkout. Uh, get some dope, man. And if you don't smoke dope, what the fuck are you listening to this podcast for? <laughs> Well, how, why the fuck am I funny to you? Um, go to kingtutscannabis.com and you can use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order at checkout. That's right. I will give you a dime bag off your dime bag just for fucking hanging out. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order at checkout. Okay. Let's uh, Monday. We got some more papers. Oh, I needed papers actually too. Anyways, I got these batteries. I'm going to mail you this battery. Okay, I didn't download any guitar, but uh, we'll we'll do an old one. I was thinking my computer is running out of fucking memory here because I'm a dumbass. And every time I get a new computer, I'm like, this time I'm going to do everything on a one terabyte solid state hard drive. And then I just end up being like, okay, but like, I'm just going to. And then I just record 70 million things. <laughs> and it's like, whoops. Ah, fuck. Uh, okay. Bear, bear with me, but only a moment. Okay, we got Lofty Rock Ballad backing track in D minor.
fuck. Okay, whatever. Night, night. Hey, it's a bonus.